Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they are free. Joshua Fisher, Nikki Snacks, Kreider, 1090, the mightier ESPN. Nick. The du- okay, the dust is now settled. Is it? I think. I mean, that was ridiculous with the Giants. With the Mets and Korea, yeah. I, I mean, I always said that he had issues with his health. And that's why a lot of teams... But I don't think out. that's what... They're saying that's not what it is, though. They're saying that the thing with Korea was the Giants had maybe cold feet of sorts. And then they try to work out another deal. And then the Giants ghosted them. And then went to the Mets and got... I think a- the ghosting was on the other side. Correa ghosted. I thought they were saying that Correa was ghosting him. It's, it turns into like a he should he said she said type situation. Regardless, I think he's in a better situation. I it's just a crazy move by the Mets who had already locked up Verlander, had locked up Diaz, had locked up Nimmo, uh, made smaller moves. Omar Navarez, David Robertson. They brought back Adovino. Right, and then that's not even including the moves they've made over the past like year or two. Right. On top of that, to get Starling Marte, to get Lindor, to, you know, they brought in Carrasco, they brought in Scherzer, Escobar. Like, there's like, they're, half their team has been brought in. Right. I mean, I mean, that's a lot of teams in MLB, but this one is just a lot of star power, um, much like the Padres, honestly. But in this, on this team, I'm just curious to see how sustainable it is, obviously, because, you know, it's a lot of big contracts and it's a lot of vets, not a lot of young talent. No, and the thing is, Correa is probably going to slot in at third base. Right, Lindor at short, and McNeil at second. Mm-hmm. Forgot about him. Alonzo, uh, Alonzo for great and pretty good. I mean, I, find me one better, honestly. Right here, San Diego Padres. Who's who? You have, who do you have at first? Cronenworth, Cronenworth, and then the two bag you have. I mean, if it was like the actual like infielders, yeah, Machado, Bogarts. It's probably going to be Kim, but like if you actually want to put all the infielders together, it's Tatis, Machado, Bogarts, Cronenworth. Yeah, but then there's a that's great. But then you have Alonzo's unbelievable, dude. He's great. Lindor, unbelievable. Correa, when he's healthy, is great. And he's been healthy, honestly, the past couple years. He missed like what, 20 something games last year. Um, But the injuries were early on in his career. And McNeil is one of the more underrated. Him and Cronenworth are probably the two of the more underrated players in uh, Major League Baseball. Yep. It's a very peculiar move because they had Brett Beatty coming up the third baseman, right? And it seemed prime for him to take over the third base role, but now it's going to Correa. So are they going to use him for trade bait in the future? I know Brian Reynolds is being talked about. Howard Stern reported that he's probably going to the Yankees, which... Howard, break it some sports news. I know, right? Honestly, if I'm the Yankees, I don't... I'm not trying to give up an arm and a leg for Brian Reynolds. Are you just chilling at this point? You think you've done enough for the Yankees? To me, I I am watching the Los Angeles Angels. If I am a competing team, you ha- look, the way things have fallen, everyone's kind of been signed already. There weren't that many crazy trades, some under-the-radar moves. I mean, Colton Wong, Teoscar Hernandez, go to the Mariners. I thought those were two nice deals that happened. Yep. Um, if I'm the New York Yankees, if I'm the Los Angeles Dodgers, 
you know, even on the Cardinals a little bit on the sly side, like I am watching the Los Angeles Angels. Mm-hmm. The Padres have made their moves, dude. You're watching They're, them to see if you can get Otani. And more. Like, dude, look at this team. Well, if you if you can't win with Otani, what are you you're not gonna do it with Trout? The thing is, how much are you gonna give it for Otani with the uncertainty that he's going to not be with your team, right? Because he has been very adamant that he wants to stay on the West Coast to sure. be close to Japan. Sure. Like he narrowed down his teams the first time he signed to the West Coast teams. Mariners, Angels, Padres, Dodgers, right? And then it came down to the Padres and Angels. Now, I really don't think that he's going to change his mind on that when it comes to free agency. And how much money are they really going to be able to throw at him? Who? The the, the Yankees? Yeah. The, whatever they want. Like, do you think they're going to sit over there in the Bronx and be like, oh, Steve Cohen, enjoy throwing a billion? No, they're going to do it too. They were saying that it was hard to break the bank for Aaron Judge. They, they did, obviously. They didn't even come up with the highest offer. But are you really... Are they really going to be the team? Who's more valuable? Five, Who's more valuable? Five hundred thousand, five hundred million dollars. I mean, I don't know. I do know that adding him, he's getting five. Sure, don't you five, think? Five, four, no, no, no. Four fifty, something like that. But the thing is, this you say it all the time. You're paying for two guys, yeah, and you're not paying for like a really good bat and a number three or four arm. You're paying for a frontline starter. Would you consider him an ace? Yes. Okay, without question. He was he was first team all MLB, MLB. In pitching. In pitching. Would you consider him a top five DH? Yes. Okay, so now, like, probably a top 10 hitter. Right. So And he's a really solid base runner, too. He's an unbelievable athlete. He's an all-star in two positions. Yeah, he's by far, in my, my, my eyes, the best player and most valuable player. At that point, if you think adding that guy to your team secures a championship, nothing else matters. Whether you have him for a year or you have him for a decade, winning is ever. Especially when was the Yankees haven't won in like over a decade, dude. Was it 2011? Like nine. 2009. Yeah, something like that. Like it's been the, a while. The Mets haven't won since the 80s. Padres so, have never won. Never won. Period. <laughs> so like the Dodgers have won once. Yeah, but that see they still feel like that's not a legitimate one. Even yeah. even, even us, we feel like that wasn't a legitimate World Series win because it was a shortened season. I feel like. Dodger fans and Dodger players probably have a little chip on their shoulder because they want to get a real one. I mean, I'm sure they do. You also want the parade. You want every. You want. You want the right. fame, glory, and everything that goes with it. The whole, the whole shebang. So the Dodgers, the Mets, the the Yankees, these teams that you know can sit there and watch, and the, even the Cardinals, like I've mentioned, that can sit there and watch the Otani and watch the Angels crumble, like we know they usually do, and go out and get Otani. What if it's the year that they don't crumble? Though? Like they've got enough talent on that roster, they really do. With Rendon, who's played like an MVP in his past, Mike Trout, Otani. You're gonna sell. You're gonna buy on Rendon. I'm not gonna buy on him. I'm just. I'm just. But that's saying. what you're. You have to do that if you want them to be great. I'm just saying. What if they are great? I'm not saying I'm buying anyone. I'm just right. saying. What happens if they're actually pretty competitive? Who's better than the Astros? The Astros. Who's better than the mind. Mariners? I think the Mariners. Who's better than the Rangers? Right now, I think that could be a toss-up. I think the star power on both sides, and besides pitching, obviously. So you're tossing up with the, well, you're tossing up with the Rangers. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just trying to weigh it out with I, you. I'm, I don't think they're going to be that good. Okay. I'm saying, what if they're contending for a wild card spot? I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked too. I'm just saying it's possible. If they're contending for a wild card spot, then they're contending for a wild card spot. Then yeah, they're not going to trade them. Then this whole thing is moot. Right. 
but I'm airing and looking at the I'm looking at now the breakdown of everything in baseball. And if you start in the AL, atop of the AL East, the Carlos Rodon signing, not the judge signing, because he was already there, obviously. Right. The Carlos Rodon signing, a full year healthy of Sev, that could tip things in favor of the Yankees over the Blue Jays. The Rays are always the biggest wild card. I still think the Orioles are a, a year away, maybe two, right. and the Red Sox are clueless. Yes, they are. The Central, the Royals, Tigers suck. Like, they are horrible. Mm-hmm. The Twins, probably closer to the Tigers and the Royals than they are to like the Yankees and the Astros. Yeah, agreed. White Sox are in the same. The Sox and both Sox teams are in the same boat. Absolutely clueless and lost. And then you have the Guardians who give them credit. Like the move for them was probably go get Josh Bell. And they went and got Josh Bell. Yeah, they're already a playoff team and they just added another guy. And you want to talk about some of the best infield in baseball. First base, Jimenez, Rosario, Ramirez is pretty excellent. And now Josh Bell. Yeah, Bell is I'm saying at first. So... They're pretty cemented, when I think, as far as health goes in the playoff race. So I think it's the Yankees, the Jays, the Guardians. I'm going to err on the side of the Rays over the Angels. And then you have, so that's that's three, four teams right there. Three and a half teams, because the Rays are a toss-up as always. They get Glasnow back for a full year. And then you have in the West, you have the Astros signed, sealed, delivered. And then I would say the Mariners over those teams. Yeah. So Mariners, Astros, Blue Jays, Yankees, and Guardians. And then you're in a situation where it's the Rays, the Rangers, and the Angels, probably vi- maybe the White Sox vying for that final two <clears throat> wild cards. I'm just saying this is a hypothetical that we started with here. Yeah, the final wild if card. If they're spot. vying for a spot, no one's going to be able to get a ton. Okay. They also want to sell tickets too. Like it's still business, you know. Like he's the biggest superstar in a, in a country. All of Japan's got their eyes on the Angels games because he's playing. So, well, if he's going to resign there, there, if he's going to resign there, he's going to resign there. No, I understand that. I don't think he's going to resign there. I think he probably wants to get a, on a competitive team. If I had to guess, okay. I'm just saying, if they are contending, no one's going to be able to get him. Agreed. But I don't think the the ultimate ultimately comes down to it's possible. It's possible. Like, yeah, sure. Like, they, any given Sunday, they could totally. I mean, they have Otani, they have Trout, right? They have these guys. But I think ultimately, if Otani, the reason why I'm watching the Otani thing is because if he's available, I think Trout becomes available too. At that point, if Maybe. you can't win with a guy like that, you have to go and get a guy like Mike Trout. I mean, they can replenish get, you their could, entire farm system with those two, two guys. Or you could, unfortunately, but maybe beneficial for the team, get Rendon off the books. Get too. Rendon off the books, right? So you can get Rendon off the books and still get a massive return with the Otani deal, right? Well, I'm sure that anyone that probably is a suitor for Otani will probably be asked to take on Rendon. Exactly. So I'd try. Probably not. It's too much. I think his contract's already big enough. Yeah, but. If you're a team like the Yankees or if you're a team like the Dodgers or just a team in general that is contending, that has money to spend, that wants Otani, they're going to say, hey, take some of this rundown contract from us. Please. Oh, my God. At least, yeah. like You don't take all of it, but you could take a, right. a half of it or a well, third of it. 200 mil? 200 mil. 
I mean, it's actually not that bad these days. <laughs> no, it's not horrible, honestly. And I think it wasn't, it was not like a 10 year deal either. Right. So he's already pretty much half. I think he's like, I think it was like six for 200 or something like that. So I think he's close to like halfway through the, he's always halfway through the deal right. about this year. And if he is healthy, it's still, you know, Rendon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there has to be a team. Maybe the Cubs do it. Like they have money, they always have money to blow, and they right. still they, they go get Swanson, but like maybe that's not enough for them, and, and they go and try to get Anthony Rendon and bring in Otani. But moving over to the NL, to me, it's way because you have the top three dogs in the East. I mean, that just thank God for the Phillies' sake that they signed Trey Turner because if they had not signed Trey Turner and Harper was out to the All Star break, the Braves, the Mets, and now the Mets. That would have been a, a mountiful lead, I think. I think the, the both central divisions, I still, I mean, the pirate, they almost mirror each other in my eyes, the central divisions. Mm -hmm. Cubs, Twins, Pirates, Reds, Tigers, Royal. I mean, honestly, the Reds and the Pirates might be in worse shape than anybody in baseball. Shout out to uh, Will Myers, just signed a deal with the Reds. Yeah. Longest tendered, long, longest tendered Padre finally gone off the roster. Brought a lot of good memories to San Diego. Honestly, you could argue that he made a big difference in the culture shift, right? Like them bringing in new talent, willing to spend money. At the time when Will Myers got his contract, it was like the biggest deal in San Diego Padre history. And it was like only 80 mil. Yeah. So he kind of uh, was a pioneer of uh, yeah, they were, bringing in superstar talent. They were for y'all, though, it was always kind of like you had the Upton thing, the Campbell thing. It was the same year. Yeah, we the, brought them all in the same time. Yeah, so he was—he's like a part of that. Yeah, it's just definitely one. Of, I mean, you were trying different things and smoking funny camps. Yeah, camp smoking like, that camp. Yeah, exactly. In trying all these different sorts of, uh, you know, combinations until you obviously you hit the Hosmer thing led to the Machado thing. You get him off the books. Um, the James Shields thing led to the Tatis thing. Yeah, massive. <laughs> I mean, you guys, the Dodgers. I mean, for me, honestly, um, the Brewers are the. A bit better than the White Sox, but I'm not. I can't. But what are they doing, right? Can't hit, really. Yeah. Like you're not gonna hit, and you're not gonna out hit any of the East teams or the West teams. No, or the Cardinals. That's also not a, a place that players want to go sign in free agency either. Not necessarily. My eyes, are, my eyes are probably on them too, because if things are going south for them, They're Burns, pitching. Woodruff. Yep. I mean, Devin Williams. Like they have yep. like they Did have. They a, try to dump Yelich though. You can maybe try to dump part of Yelich in a deal. Sure. Like 100%. Like someone will. Yelich isn't bad. He's just not like a multi hundred million dollar player. It's crazy because I think who won the MVP first, him or Bellinger? Yelich. And then, and Yelich won it. And then Belly won it the year after, but only because Yelich got hurt. Right. And like stopped playing. But the years after they've won the MVP, they've had a very drastic decline well bellinger's can't hit the red side of a barn he point blank just strikes out all yeah. the time yelich just lost his pop like he gets on base mm -hmm. he hits a little bit he's still what, what do you i'll look it up he, he i think he was hitting like the 260s last year which is like not great by yelich standards but like by baseball standards like it's it's around like the drop what off. What do you have the year that he won the MVP? He had like over 40, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had like the year he lost the MVP, I believe he he had 44. I'm looking it up right now to, to Bellinger. I mean, look, la okay, Latin, he had 252 last year, which isn't great. 
The year he won the MVP, he hit 326, then he hit 329. Yeah, he hit 44 home runs and in 130 games. He would have hit 50 probably. That's wild. And then in his last three seasons, granted, one of them was the COVID year, he has combined for like 35 home runs. Oh, gosh. That's abysmal. But you know what, though? Like last year, he played 100, he played 154 games. His OBP was 360, stole t- like 20 bases, 14 home runs. Like he's kind of regressed to like where he was before he like popped off. The right. Brewers. Yeah. I mean, guys get lucky. You know, there's seasons that. No, I don't think off. he was lucky. I think he was legitimately good. I think he got hurt. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets one, like what, how old is he, 31, 32? If he's in a situation where he's 30, it would be 31 this year. Like he's still a good table setter. He scored 99 runs last year. Like to me, it's a thing where he's a solid glove. Like, and if you could spell him in the DH, there's also not a ton of people protecting him in that lineup. No, correct. So if he's in a better lineup, he gets to see better pitches. You get, there's more guys on base to hit with, you know? Also, I think this year with them banning the shift, it's going to really help out guys like him. Oh, the lefties. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I mean, are you happy about the shift ban? Uh, I'm kind of indifferent. I mean, I'm excited to see more offense, but I mean, it's been played like this for a long time, so it's like whatever. Who cares? Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see more offense. Like, you know, there's guys out there who rip down the right field side and and just get caught for a line drive. I mean, he makes second base a little and right field like Freddie Freeman's have a field day. Yeah. I mean, all these guys that are hitting, you mean, like, if there's a lefty up, like, the way the defense is played, like, if you look at it from a bird's eye view, is right, is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I never liked it. Like, I've gotten accustomed to it like you, but I've never been a fan of the shift. The Padres were pretty, um, uh, they made some drastic shifts. Usually, like, there was one time when, like, Machado was playing, like, pretty much in short right field. Like, not even, like, on the grass of, like, the infield. Like, he was playing probably, like, 50 feet back i wonder how like the parameters like is it a dead like you can't go obviously past like the, the sec the second base yeah right? yeah you can't go past the, the bag and i think it's you can't you can't be on the grass what i think no you think the second baseman can't line up on the grass i think so wow yeah i mean the dirt's pretty deep yeah but like still though i feel like yeah or it's like a few feet on the grass. I don't know. I think it might be a judgment call, but it's going to be very interesting to see because it's going to really provide a lot of offense to this league um, that we actually want to see. I mean, look, we've talked about how balls could have been juiced a few years ago and how there was a decline in batting average and there was a decline in home runs. And obviously people were you know up in arms about that. But I think banning the shift and of course, you know, with the pitch clock and the bigger bases, like it's going to be more exciting for baseball, which I don't think, honestly, we have a huge problem right now in baseball when it comes to viewership or when it comes to the growth of the sport because there's a lot of things that are going right. I think that there's just like a lot of bad apples that we are fixated on, right? Like the the MLB like Hall of Fame voting, right? And like the pace of play, which like you should, it's never going to change. You know, I don't like the thing. But here's another thing: what makes the game more exciting is is like the angst of it, like the heightened, like, you know, yeah, the intense drama. Right. And when there's drama, there's guys on base. Right. So getting more guys on base is beneficial. The For home sure. run is exciting and it's a moment of like spark and pop. 
But what makes baseball so great is when it's two outs, bottom of the seventh, two, two, ALDS, you know, game five, who's going on to face the, you know, whatever team in the ALCS right. is loaded and the bases are loaded. Or there's or there's a guy on first and second, right? Like, and yeah. you know, it's just like that level of excitement and getting rid of the shift, making the bags bigger. I, I think even if that ticks it up to like eight percent, like that makes the game eight percent more exciting. Yeah, in my eyes, I feel so. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a great off season. The Mets with a doozy of a move. I mean, their infield is again, like we said at the top, extremely, extremely dangerous. Real quick, who's the favorite in that division? Um, I think it's the Phillies. Stay wow. I mean, they, look, they went to the World Series. They got Trey Turner, as you mentioned. They're gonna get Bryce Harper back. Their pitching was pretty good. Um, I mean, they did lose, you know, a couple arms here and there, but it's not it's not gonna hurt them that bad. Love that pick. Very interesting. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be a very interesting. There's a lot. It's a boomer bust for a lot of these teams in that division. Josh Fisher, Nikki Snacks, Crowder will be back in just a hot second. Do not go anywhere. We will be right back with the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.